Welcome back to the Style Success Podcast, where we're talking about enhancing your confidence and celebrating you. Hello, hello. It is March 6th, 2018. As I'm recording this, it's March, which hopefully means spring is on its way. Although currently in Chicago, where I live, it is snowing as I'm recording this. So it doesn't necessarily feel like spring is a few days away, but I'm staying hopeful. New season, new outlook, new clothes, all those new things that we all so enjoy about the change of seasons, wherever you live. But before I get on a whole tangent about the weather, as people here in the Midwest love to do, that's I've heard that's kind of a thing about the Midwest. Everyone loves to complain or talk about the weather, but I won't get into that. And as a side note, I don't know how factual that is. I've just heard that from a number of different sources. So no one gets too angry at me about making that blanket statement about the weather. But let's get into style. That's what we're all here to talk about. And this week... I wanted to share a little bit of insight and some of my favorite tips on how to avoid a style freakout. You know the ones I'm talking about where you're running around your house in a total panic, meltdown state of mind because you have no idea what to wear and you have to leave your house in five minutes and you're still in your robe or whatever the case is. We've all been there. I know some of us have been there more than others. It doesn't matter how often you've been in that style freak out mode. The thing that I want to help you with today is to share a few ways that you can avoid feeling that total freak out more often than not. I mean, life happens. Sometimes we're just having a bad day. It happens sometimes. But I don't think that getting dressed should be a source of stress for you. If you've been listening to the show or following me for a while, you know I'm a really big on our style not being something that is a stress a stressful source in our lives because there's enough of that in life. We have work, we have family, we have whatever else going on. What we put on our bodies shouldn't be an added stressor to your life. I just don't think it needs to be. It's draining when it is and it's such a waste of our energy and our emotions. So Let's get into some of the ways that I avoid a style freakout for myself, for clients. Now, before I fully dive into the tips, I do want to preface by saying these are things that you can definitely apply to your everyday life, but definitely you need to be applying these to any time you have something out of the ordinary happening in your life. So maybe it's a big work meeting, maybe it's a special dinner event or whatever it is. If it's something out of your norm, you definitely want to make sure you're applying these tips because that's, I find, where we tend to have the most freakouts. Although I know a lot of my clients will come to me and they're like, every day is a style freakout. But 
more often than not, it's those things that come up that are not our everyday activities. So I just wanted to say that before I fully dive into it. Although if you can apply these to your everyday life, you will definitely lower a lot of your stress related to what you're wearing on a daily basis. So tip number one, which is something that may seem obvious, yet people continue to do this all the time. Don't wait until 10 minutes before you're leaving the house to decide what you're going to wear. People I see do this all the time, especially when they're going to like a special event and they're like suddenly five minutes or 10 minutes before they're leaving the house, they're like, oh, wait, I need to figure out what to wear. And here's the thing. I get it. We're all busy. There's this whole like, I've talked about this before on the show and past episodes, I know, but I feel like we glorify this busy mentality and we all feel like we don't have time to figure out what we're going to wear. But the thing is, when you wait until you have 10 minutes before you have to leave the house to decide what you're going to wear, it's going to be really hard to find something that you're going to feel good about because chances are you're already stressed out because you're in a time crunch trying to get out of the house at the time you're supposed to. And when we're trying to find something to feel good in while we're already stressed out, it's really hard to not feel added stress to that stress, if that makes sense. So basically, you're just adding stress to the stress. And that's just not a win-win situation. It's really going to be difficult to feel like you're prepared or feel like you're really confident in what you're wearing. I'm not saying that you never can, but... Odds of it happening are pretty slim to none. So instead of adding this unnecessary stress to yourself, give yourself time. Plan out what you're going to wear a day in advance, as far in advance as you can. You know, whether it's a day, even a few hours is going to help you. As long as it's not that very last minute time when you actually need to be packing up and getting ready to leave, you're going to do yourself a huge favor because you're going to be in a much better mindset. You're going to be much more relaxed. You're not going to feel like the pressure is on or like, oh my gosh, I just don't really like anything. So I'm just throwing on whatever I can find kind of thing. My next tip is to give yourself at least two different options to choose from. And some people may feel like, what do you mean? Why would I need two options? But the thing that I found with myself as well as my clients is while we may love one option that we planned ahead of time and all of that, sometimes when we're actually getting ready to leave the house, we may just not be feeling that option as much as we were the day before. Something may have happened with a fashion emergency. Maybe when you were putting the first option on, something ripped, God forbid. Anything like that can happen. So I really am big on having two options, one as a backup 
for whatever reason may come up for you, it really can be a lifesaver so that you're not in that state of freak out mode if something does happen to your first option again. Because say you only have that one option and you find, oh my gosh, there's a spill on it or a rip in it and you don't have time to fix it or wash it or whatever the case may be. If you don't have that backup option, here we go again into that freak out mode that we were trying to avoid by planning ahead. So have a backup option. It may seem silly, but let me tell you, it can really save the day at times when you least expect it. I actually have an example of this totally saving my butt recently. I had my two options. The first option I was super excited to wear. It was a brand new dress. I I was super stoked to go out with my friends for dinner in my new dress. You know how that is. And I turned around in the mirror and there was a giant hole in the seam right on the butt. (laughs) Yes, right on the butt. So thankfully, I turned around and noticed that before I left. But had I not had my second option on deck ready to go, I really would have been in a total panic. I would it would have really ruined my night for a little while because when you're excited to go out, have dinner with your girlfriends and suddenly you realize, "Oh my gosh, I have a fashion emergency. I can't wear this. Now I have to take this time to go look through my entire closet." Nobody wants to do that. So that's why the backup is a game changer. I do want to stress that I don't want you to think of your backup option as like the second best or not quite as good as your original. They should both be options that you feel really good in. You're excited to wear all of those amazing things. Because if we have a backup option that's like, oh, well, I'm only going to wear this if the first one doesn't really work out kind of thing. That's not fun. That's not what you want to get dressed in. And that's not really avoiding a style freak out. That's just kind of throwing something on because it was all you had left to wear kind of thing. Both options should be something that you are excited to wear. Next up, and just as a quick sidebar, these tips are not in any particular order. Apply them as you see fit as needed for you, but I digress. Let's get back into it. My next tip is to try your clothes on prior to the time when you're actually getting dressed to leave the house because this is where a lot of freakouts tend to happen is people will wait until that moment of like I just said, leaving the house and suddenly the clothes may not fit the way they thought they did or their bodies may have changed. Maybe the clothes shrunk in the wash, whatever it is, waiting until that moment is not a good idea. So do yourself a solid and try the clothes on at least a day before, like I talked about a few minutes ago, not waiting until the last minute. So we're not waiting to plan our outfits and we're not waiting to try on our outfits until the last minute. 
It may seem silly to try clothes on that you already own or may even wear on a fairly regular basis, but there really are so many things that can affect fit with our clothes. So it's super important to do this, especially if it's a big meeting or something out of the ordinary. You want to feel your best. And let's face it, there's nothing worse than putting something on and realizing that the fit is off and holy cow, wait a second, I actually don't have that much time left before I have to be leaving. So help yourself out, avoid that stress and just try it on at least a day beforehand. And last but certainly not least is to just ask for a second opinion. Sometimes we feel weird asking others what they think of our outfits or whatever, but it can really be a great way to help us get out of our own heads. We get so caught up in, oh my gosh, does this look fat? Does this make me look whatever? All these thoughts go running through our mind and it can be difficult to actually see the reality of our look. So just asking an outsider's perspective can be really powerful to help us get over that freak out. So whoever you feel comfortable asking that second opinion, ask them, whether it's your significant other, a friend, maybe your stylist. A lot of my clients will send me pictures. Hey, does this look okay? I'm not really sure about that. It's just this little reassurance that can really help ease our minds. But I will say, I think it's really important to make sure that the person or people that you're asking for that second opinion are truthful with you. And this may seem silly, but I've had quite a few clients that are like, I always asked my friends what they thought about whatever outfit, but then I would see pictures and I felt like they were kind of lying to me. They just told me what they thought I wanted to hear. And that is a tricky area because a lot of times the people who we love and adore and feel the same way about us, they do want to tell us what they think we want to hear, but we also want the truth, right? So whoever you're asking that second opinion, tell them, I want your honest feedback. Tell me, does it really look okay? Whatever it is, if you don't have someone in your life who you feel comfortable asking, even doing something as simple as taking a picture. Take a picture while you're standing in the mirror and look at it a little bit later. And it's, again, kind of getting like that outsider's perspective, but I find that taking a picture and looking at it maybe even 10 minutes later or an hour later can be a way to kind of get out of our own heads and see what we are really look like in the outfit and see if it's something that we truly feel confident wearing. Hopefully some of these tips help you to think about those style freakouts a little bit differently, maybe avoid them a little bit more often. Like I said, there's enough stress in our lives. Our style shouldn't be an added source of that. Of course, if you have a specific style question or topic you want to learn a little bit more about, that's exactly why I created the Ask Mallory series. All you have to do is send me an email at stylesuccesspodcast at gmail.com for a chance to have me answer it or talk a little bit more about it right here on the show. If you're not already, be sure to come follow me over on social media. Everything is Mallory Sills, except for over on Facebook. You can find me at Image Success by Mallory. And if you love the content of the show, I would so appreciate a little love with some stars. I appreciate it in advance. 
I'm going to wrap up for this episode of the Style Success Podcast. As always, thank you so much for listening, and I will talk with you next time.